The following resources presented by the Counseling and Conference Services of IOM America. In a world where nothing is certain can help you to find the right way. should follow today. This way will take you to the best junk from around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Welcome to the Identity Matters Worldview Institute. We welcome our students to the Christ is Life Leadership Course. We have been working through the process of understanding the difference between a quality good Christian leader and a Christ as Life leader. I even received a couple responses from a couple students that are in the course. Both of them, to my surprise, got it. And they haven't even heard this message yet. There is a Holy Spirit enlightenment that takes place in many leaders when they hear the basic difference being explained to them between being a good Christian leader versus the method or the ideology of Christ first needs to be your life and then Christ's life needs to be released through you and that's actually done, leader, through your human mind. The knowledge of the holy comes forth out of your renewed and regenerated spirit and it pours into your human mind. Therefore, you are given a choice to submit to your thoughts being the thoughts that need actions or the thoughts of Jesus Christ because the mind of Christ actually lives inside you, according to 1 Corinthians. So if we actually believe that the mind of Christ is inside of us, then we can talk about the practical aspects of releasing that mind. So when we ask that question, what exactly is Christ's life leadership? You're going to hear me say this all the way through this course. And that is, Jesus Christ lives inside my mortal body. I personally believe that God did not make him brain dead when I became born again. That whatever Jesus has, whatever he is, and however he thinks actually lives inside my mortal body. It's called being born again. You literally receive the life of Jesus Christ. The majority of the church, and maybe even some of you students are thinking in in this fashion, and that is when you use the term born again, you're not really dicing it down to what born again means or having Christ in you there's just tons of scriptures talking about Christ in you 
Are we not breaking that down to what that truly means? Do you say it so much or quote those verses so much that you don't even remember or realize what it means to actually have Christ living inside your mortal body using your human brain? I'm going to show you a diagram in this course that is going to reveal to you exactly how the practical process works of God giving an order. Jesus receives the order. Jesus mandates the Holy Spirit to bring that order out inside a leader, and that leader is responsible to use their local calling to establish the plan and culture. It's practical. It's easy. But the question needs to be answered. Are you truly an indwelt leader? If you're not, we'll also talk about the quality and the skills that you need to focus on to continue to be a good leader. But to be a great leader, we're going to default from ourselves as leaders and we're going to release the greatest leader of eternity inside of our minds. Here's our objectives for the course chapter today. We're going to talk about the discovery and origin of power and authority. Talking about leadership is boring, honestly, if you do not talk about the power and you do not talk about the authority. God only grants power to those who have positions of authority. Now there's a higher calling power that is used in scriptures frequently, and that is power is given to every single indwelt, born-again believer to conquer sin. And that power is given to every single believer for it to activate the occupational manifestation gifts inside your mortal being. But when we talk about leadership, power from God is only going to be given to people who are of God. And God knows quickly who is of him because of the connection of the Holy Spirit living inside them. The triune is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. If you can just imagine in your minds a triangle, God the Father is at the top of this triangle. Jesus Christ is to the left side of the triangle point. And the other one, of course, is the Holy Spirit. We'll see the Holy Spirit gets placed inside all born-again people. So we are literally one unit. That's why the church in the scriptures is referred to singular, not plural. The bride of Christ is singular, not plural. So every born-again person that has the Holy Spirit living inside them is going to have these resources, plans, mandates, anything that God's passing down in and through Jesus Christ into the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is manifesting inside you to have you take action on those things in your spiritual gifts. And then the mission in the world is accomplished. 
We're going to review the purpose of authority in ancient times. How did this work back in Paul's day and even before that? Three, the importance of analyzing leadership skills. Should never be afraid to analyze a project. I was doing an art project with with someone not too long ago and it was done very sloppy and I knew that the individual had far more capability than what they were doing and I asked them to redo the picture. And this young person said to me, well, God loves me whether I color inside the lines or not. I said, the issue is not God's love. The issue is your love back to God. That's the issue. You see, whatever we do, we are to do wholeheartedly as unto God. Is that not a verse? So the lackadaisy, lazy attitudes have moved their way in through our present culture and it's affecting doctrines. God's going to love you no matter what. Well, that should be a duh for everyone who's listening. My question to you is, what does your love look like? Are you sloppy with with Christ's work? Are you lazy with when he sends a mandate through the Holy Spirit for something you to say, do, think about? How lazy are you? And that's when we start rubbing sticks. Well, I'm here to tell you that with this particular course, I'm going to rub that stick until it creates a fire through the Holy Spirit. And that fire put under you starts motivating you to truly understand indwelling leadership. We're going to walk through the 18 characteristics of a quality leader. We'll probably only get through a few of them in this particular chapter. But it's very important that we take time as we go through these qualities. Five, a pictorial view of a lazy leader versus a quality leader. Lazy leaders can be extremely educated at the concepts of leadership. But it does not necessarily mean that they're a quality leader. Education does not equal transformation. Transformation equals education. It used to be that almost every learning institution on the face of the earth was built around some man's wisdom. Because he was a great missionary or because he was a great Bible teacher or because he was a a great leader of a nation or because he whatever. Institutions classically are built around leaders. So transformation equals education. Something that we will speak on in a practical way later. And then finally, number six, becoming a real asset to the body of Christ. If you're doing leadership and you're good at leadership just because you're a good leader and you're paid well to provide that leadership, I call you boring. You see, if you're a great leader and you're respected because of your leadership and you're respected because 
of your ability to connect with your employees or your congregation, and you have a mission that is integrated into that, and it's called the gospel of Jesus Christ, separating the goats from the sheep, and that can even take place in a secular work environment where employees are actually looking at you going, he's different. I want to know why he's different. And it should ultimately lead them to the greatest leader of eternity. And that is Jesus Christ, who is the representative of God the Father. That's how it should work. And it can even be done in the most secular position on the face of the earth. Remember that certificate that's coming up? Certificates should motivate us. If you remember in past lectures that I have given to you is that we don't believe in providing certificates because of performance. We provide certificates to say, well done, faithful servant. It is saying you made it all the way to the end. The monitoring company of our online school passes me statistics literally about our own site as well as the online education field in general. But 50% of the people that sign up for free courses, for example, do not finish them. Our statistics yesterday when I checked them were at 75% of the people that started the Crisis Life Leadership did not finish the first version of this course. Which is what motivates me to get these audio messages in place. But it's a common thing that people don't go to the end and get the certificate. Paul himself talked about the great race and finishing the race and getting the reward at the end. There's over 3,000 references to rewards for children of God in the Holy Bible. This is the reward in this setting. Move forward to it and achieve it in Christ Jesus. This resource has been presented by the Counseling and Conference Services of IOM America. For more information about our ministries, visit us online at iomamerica.org. That's iomamerica.org.